0: Hello and welcome to episode 212 of the VegGrow podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 18th of March 2019 and today... Well, I'm going to be talking about my new purchase, my VeggiePod unit. You may remember back in December, I interviewed Neil from VeggiePod UK on this podcast. Uh, He was fantastic, really told us a lot, or told me certainly, a lot of information about this unit, which persuaded me to buy one. What's it all about? Well, we'll find out a bit later on. In the meantime, shall we go find out what I have been up to on my allotment and garden over this last week? Well it's uh, Thursday the 14th of March 2019 today, just in my little potting shed at the moment Um, and I actually managed to finish work about four o'clock today. It was still sunny, the wind had died down because we've had a lot of wind lately, I don't know if you've noticed, Uh, but that has died down so it was quite nice to actually go out into the garden and do a bit of work. Uh, So what did I do? Well one of the things I did was actually moved my seed potatoes and a few other of my seed leaves and uh, herb seedlings into the greenhouse uh, just to give them, well I wanted, they needed a bit more space in this potting and shed and I felt they were ready to go in the greenhouse. The seed potatoes will actually be sown this weekend so I kind of need to get them used to being a bit cooler anyway. But they've gone out, out into the greenhouse now. I gave the greenhouse a really good watering, a good can of water, all over the place. Um, I got to start moving my plants that are in there outside to start hardening them off, I think, soon as well. But yes, i done that. And Then I came back into the potting shed and I moved a lot of my little seedlings around and gave them all good watering. I've been a bit neglectful with the watering over the last few days, and I could see some were suffering, so I really needed to do that. Um, but again, good watering and moved them around, and that gave me some empty spaces in my little heated propagators, in which I filled up some of my seed trays with compost and placed them in there, ready. So, at uh, this weekend, I can have a really good sewing session and get a lot sewn. I then concentrated a bit outside, and you may remember a few weeks ago I spoke of a trellis that I was building and kind of completed. Well, I just needed a bit of tidying up and finishing, which I've managed to do most of it. I've just got to cut a few last bits down just to make it look polished, and then attach some chicken wire on the far side so the chickens can't get out. Uh, after that, I took my pitchfork and went into my compost bins and gave them a really good stir. Something I try and do quite regularly. And, yeah, and that was it, really. Um, now I'm just in this potting shed again, just uh, closing everything down and getting ready to pop indoors and have a cup of tea. Well, today is saturday is it the 16th yeah 16th of march 2019 just popped into the potting shed i've had a a busy day my back is aching i was hoping to sow a load of seeds now but i'm too tired i think i'll save that for tomorrow but what have i been up to today well i got up this morning and it's blowing a gale again i'm really getting fed up with this wind this week it's been a a lot of wind, to say the least. But I got up and I went down to my local garden centre. And the reason I went down there is I popped in there yesterday and saw they had a sail on for a uh, kind of... It's a watering system, solar-powered watering system that can uh, affix to a water butt. And it's something I've had my eye on for a while. And seeing as it was a, on a sale and I had some garden vouchers, I went and bought it. I haven't set it up yet but I've brought it and I'll be using it throughout this year to water my pots and just try and keep on top of those a bit better. I came home after that and had a quick read of it all and put it back in its box uh, and then I went out into my uh, garden and I I kind of wanted to do a lot of tidying up in my garden but this wind is blowing in such a gale, in fact my door is about to slam shut from the wind Um, several of my neighbors fences have came down and you may remember back in May last year I had my fence panels replaced and I am I glad I had done that Um, we spent quite a small fortune on our fences but it was worth it they have not moved they have not shaken they have been brilliant so that's a big win in my book I I did um, attach a bit of chicken wire around the trellis that I've made kind of finally finishing that now and then on the bedside I planted in my blackberry plant and tabri plant now I've had these in pots for a while and I kind of just wanted to get them in the ground so that's been done I've topped up with compost and I've also placed in there a old kitchen washing up bowl into this bed and into that bowl I've added a few bricks and things. My idea is this just going to make a little wildlife pond. And it's full of water already so um, hopefully we might get some frogs and, and things in our vegetable patch to kind of look after the place. After that I took my spade and ran it across the path to clear up any mud and just throw that onto the vegetable patch. Just kind of doing this whole tidying up thing. And then I spent the afternoon cutting down lots and lots of pallets. These pallets are... I'm planning to use the wood to make various things for the allotment and what have you. I would have liked to do some more garden-y things, but the pallets needed cutting down. They've been sitting around waiting. This wind is just... It's not pleasant. So I cut down the pallets and... That took for, took quite a while, but it's got them all cut down. Um, after that, I drained my wormery of the liquid water feed, or the liquid feed that it creates. I got pretty much five litres out of it, so that's really good going. Um, I'll be using that wormery feed a lot this year, so every now and then I'm going to drain it off and see what we get. So yes that is oh no I had one more thing I uh, I've added a third or fourth light grow light in this potting shed now I'm just getting on so well with these lights that I keep adding more and more but yeah that is all I, I have done today now so um let's go find out what I've done tomorrow what I do tomorrow even. Well, today is Sunday, the 17th of March, 2019. I'm down the allotment. Got down here a bit earlier, and I brought my breakfast down with me and just sat in and ate that in my little shed. I was expecting to have quite a bit of wind damage, to be honest. The wind has been pretty horrendous over the last few days. Well, I got nothing in my allotment, apart from my canes holder is split, Nothing to really worry about. Um, But what I noticed down the side of my allotment is the Harris fencing that the council put up while they build this new road. That has all been blown over. So it shows there's a fair bit of wind down here. Now I'm going to go plant some potatoes in just a second. But I've also noticed when I drive up to my allotment there's a load of wood chip. Um, Huge pile of wood chip. Now, I had a word with my neighbour to find out what that's all about and uh, basically the council have shredded loads of t- trees in clearing the uh, area for this road and they've just dumped all the wood chip in various places around our allotment site for us to use so I'm going to be grabbing some of that a bit later on to throw over my uh, paths. Anyway I'm going to go crack on and do that work and we'll come back in a second and uh, find out how I've got on. oh well that's got my potatoes growing now i've just popped back into the shed to have another cup of coffee now i've planted out uh, i think about 10 varieties all of varying types i'm not going to list them all but uh, several that i'm quite excited to try linda i grew last year um, and that's one variety that was lost almost lost um, but i grew it last year but i couldn't remember which ones were linda due to all my potatoes falling over while we're in the potted shed shitting. So this year they, ha- they haven't got confused and lost altogether so I've kept them so I know what variety is what. Now now they've planted out, I've planted them in the ground, usually i plant them in the pots. Uh, but the reason I'm, I've done that this year is I feel growing in pots in recent years has not been that great in terms of results. been okay. But I just felt they could do better so I thought if I grow them in the ground they should be need less watering in my eyes anyway uh, so I put them in the ground covered cover them in a the mulch and uh, that's it really now usually or now when I came down here today that was the only job I had that I had to do, but I was expecting a bit of wind damage so I thought I might have to do some repairs. Apart from a little bit of tidying up, there's not a huge amount, and with that in mind, I was gonna do some more weeding, but I have just seen, or well, I saw when I was driving down to my allotment plot, as a kettle boiled, uh, that I can uh, actually go and, um, well, there was a load of wood chip, left on the side from the council and one of my neighbours said yep use as much as we want it's all there and it's got to go so I'm going to go and do that and use that on my paths what a result oh well I am done for the day on the allotment hopefully I'll go home and do some more stuff down at home uh, but yeah, I went and got some of that wood chip that I spoke about earlier and I scattered that across the paths. I wanted to do all my paths and I probably could, there's a lot there. But I've done the the paths on the top half of my allotment, all complete. I would have done the bottom half of the allotment, but one, I didn't want to be in that person that uses up all the wood chip as soon as it arrives. And two, the grass does need strimming down there. It's a little bit high. So uh, I think I'll strim it during the week and then hopefully I'll be able to add some wood chip as I go along. Now, I don't know if I'm gonna be down here next week, I won't be down here next weekend, I know that much. So I've gotta come a lot during the week to try and get on top of everything again. Which is gonna be a shame, but my wife wants a weekend away next weekend, so that's what I'll do. Okay, um, I'm going to go home, and hopefully I can get some stuff done at home. Today is the 18th of March, 2019, and before I get on with the weekly harvest report, I've managed to do some gardening today. Now, on my way home from work, I stopped off at the allotment. And what's better is I actually managed to prepare for this. This morning, when I left for work, I popped my strimmer into the van. So, yeah, you can guess what my task was when I got to the allotment. Yeah, strimmed the grass, which was... I noticed yesterday it really needed doing. Um, And now that's done, I can now throw down loads more wood chip and uh, keep that in control, which is going to save me, hopefully, a lot of strimming and a lot of work over the next few months at least. After that, I came home. I let my chickens out of their pen and into the veg patch. And while they were playing around and doing their thing, I went into the potting shed. And in the potting shed, well, I gave everything a good water first, and then I sowed a few seeds. The seeds I've sown today are nasturtiums, one of the edible flowers that I'm growing this year. Oregano, beetroot, two types of chilies, some more aubergines and rainbow chard. So quite a few seeds, but I think it's time to really um, get seeds sown and growing now. Last night's weekly harvest report that came out and it was over £11 worth of food harvested over the last week. This included eggs, cabbage, chard and rhubarb. Now it was my last cabbage for a while so I don't quite know, well I don't think we're going to need any more cabbage until the rest of it grows up into time and I'm not too worried because we've had plenty of cabbage. Now there was another harvest of rhubarb which um I'm getting plenty of rhubarb at the moment and I'm really pleased with that. Uh, I quite enjoy rhubarb, plenty of crumbles and what have you. I think it's early but I'm not complaining. This week's tip of the week from the RHS Plant Grow Harvest Calendar reads, As spring flowers begin to die off, deadhead them, but leave the rest of the foliage to feed the bulbs for next year. Yeah, so my daffodils are starting to die off now, so it would be worth just cutting the flower or the the dying flowers off. It's done its purpose, it's done what it should do, cut it off. The foliage will then just soak up all the sun's rays, photosynthesise, blah 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 blah. Basically, it'll just make bigger bulbs or stronger bulbs for next year, which is what we want. Okay, so let's get on with my thoughts on the VeggiePod. Last week I mentioned I had bought and built a medium veggie pod, and I've been wanting to buy a veggie pod for a few months since I've met. Well, since I met Neil at the Ideal Home Show and interviewed him on the podcast. Now Neil is from Veggie Pod UK, the kind of UK agent is that the right word to describe him? I think I think so. Anyway. I was really impressed with what I learned from Neil about the VeggiePod unit there and I had a good look at it and really, really impressed with it. Even my wife was impressed with it and she's not a gardener. So that was a big bonus in our eyes. Uh, After a bit of research, I decided, yeah, I was definitely going to buy one. Now, you might be wondering, what is a VeggiePod? Well, a VeggiePod is a raised, self-contained gardening system that is easy to maintain it's just below waist height on me so there's no bending over to work on it. if you're weeding or planting anything or harvesting It's no bending over it's a nice height it's also got like a water reservoir underneath which is um helps contain water in the compost and helps keep it moist all the time which is a really big bonus as well as i see it being recycling and not wasting water which as you may well know is a big annoyance of mine. I was also impressed with the fact that the box that it comes in will fit into most cars. A friend of mine once bought a similar system, shall we say, from a garden centre. Really excited, except I couldn't fit it in their car to get it home. They then had to pay extra for delivery, which they were a bit disappointed with. For me, I really liked that feature. I'd also learned it was very easy to build, but until I had built it, I wasn't sure. And I built it last weekend. There is a video out. I released that last night and it's on Facebook and YouTube just showing how easy I found it to build. I haven't gone step-for-step step or into great detail. I've just tried to keep it a bit um, informative yet fun and just demonstrate how easy it is. I say fun. What I mean is it I tried to make it not a boring video. Now I did build the stand first of all. Built it upside down as the instructions stated. Very very easy. The instructions also state that you don't need any other tool other than the Allen key that is supplied with. Well, I can vouch for that. I did not use any other key other than the Allen key that came with it, which I was surprised because I thought it might need a spanner or something as well. But no, no, just the Allen key. Very very easy to build. The instructions were okay. They they were trying to word it very very clearly in there but i did find myself reading it over a couple of times just to get my head around what they were asking us to do the instructions also came with pictures which helped a lot now I built all this by myself I did have somebody videoing me just to make it a bit easier for that side of things but I built it all by myself. After the stand I then built the actual Vigipod itself The these are just plastic bits that pretty much just slot together or they're cable tied together. There are some nut and bolts that slide through in places the, the nuts themselves are wing nuts so you twist them by hand very very easy. No tools required to build that side of things. The nuts and bolts might get a bit fiddly if you haven't got much dexterity in your hand. My father-in-law suffers really badly with arthritis in his hands. And I think as much as he would try and do it, he probably would struggle to, to get a decent purchase on it. It was at this point with the stand and the veggie product unit itself built that I decided to pull it outside and into position. Very light to manoeuvre at this point, which is important, I felt anyway. Once all the compost goes in, it's going to weigh quite a bit of weight. Uh, but the fact that when empty, it was easy to move was pretty good in my eyes. I have a wooden truck that my dad built, a similar sort of thing. But because it's wooden, it, it's actually very heavy. And when we moved house, it was a bugger to try and move it. And this, again, was a feature that I thought was great with a veggie pod, Light and manoeuvrable. I'm going to come back to that a bit later on. With the VeggiePod now in position, it was time to pour in some perlite. And I added about 20 litres of perlite into the bottom. And the perlite is is going to it's going to act like a sponge between the water reservoir and the compost it's going to filter the compost and keep the compost up and stop the compost going into the soil but as also act as that sponge to draw in some of this water then because the perlite is in contact with the compost the compost is going to also soak up some of this water from the water reservoir as and when it needs it this is what's called the wicking action and it's just drawing this water from below up into the soil and keeping that soil moist after the compost was in i then built the lid now the lid frame itself just pushed together very easy bit like a a garden gazebo that just metal poles push into plastic bits as easy as that there's a spray bar that attaches to the top and that's just held in with cable ties but there is a, a second hose that needs to attach to the spray bar and that's a rubber hose it just pushes over a plastic right angle could be a bit tricky to do but I've got a trick for this that I've learned from my day job I soaked or put the end of this rubber hose into hot water for 10 minutes that hot water just softened up the hose and kind of expanded it enough that it just slid onto that plastic hose very very easily there's a clip that then just clips over it to make a good contact but as it cools down anyway it'll contract again and really nice snug fit little tip for you here Next it was a case of sliding over the netting which is kind of like an enviro mesh and it just helps contain some of that heat inside the veggie pods giving it a decent microclimate. I'll be honest this bit was quite tricky. Took a few minutes of a lot of perseverance just to slide this netting over. It was a very tight fit but that's good because we don't want it flapping around and what have you but being patient slid it on. And that was basically now my VeggiePod set up. It sat out all week. And as I said in the diary section, we've had some really windy weather over this last week. It's not phased it at all. My neighbour's fence, which is just behind it, got obliterated. Quite literally, loads of fence panels have been split apart in the winds. VeggiePod just stood there, took the wind, no problem at all. Now it's set up, it's a case of, um, what am I going to grow into it? Now I do plan to grow a lot of salady leaves and things like that. The reason for this is that I've taken part in a Veggie Pod Grow Off challenge with this. Myself, Lee from Skinny Gin Gardener, Kirsty from My Little Allotment and Lucy from She Grows Veg all taken part of it in this. And the four of us are going to see who can grow the most amount of food in terms of weight and value from our Veggie Pods. We're all going to grow the same type of uh, vegetables. So it's all going to be down to different microclimates in our areas and how we look after it and what we feed it and all that sort of thing. VeggiePod UK came forward and said that whoever wins, the winner will be able to choose a charity that they will donate a VeggiePod unit to. And we will um, dedicate a bit of time to helping them get it set up, which I think is a really good thing. So I need as much support and encouragement to win this as possible. I'm debating what charity I would choose at the moment. But my plan is to really grow a lot of salad leaf that can be cut and come again, quick, easy to grow, yet pretty expensive in the shops. Now, I've made a note of a few improvements that I personally would like with this VeggiePod unit. Now, I don't want to sound like i'm being picky with these things i still i whenever i do anything i always try and find something that i feel could be improved and it was difficult with this but there was one thing that i did feel i would like to see the overflow for the water reservoir basically if it gets too much water the soil the compost just become mud and just not hold anything so they've they've drilled holes in the side to act as a overflow that I would like the ability to attach a hose or something to so we could then pop that hose into a bucket or a watering can and catch uh, any runoff any overfilling water to reuse again now that is me being very very pernickety if I'm honest but I think that's not a bad idea myself now for me the VeggiePod unit is sitting in my patio just in front of my greenhouse on solid ground. I think the legs would sink into mud if it was straight onto garden soil or grass. So um I would not recommend that either. Or if you're going to do that place some slabs underneath it. I see these VeggiePod units being very very productive in my situation completely but I think they are ideal in many cases first off if for people who are in a wheelchair I think it would be great for those because they can maneuver around very easily and still garden and work on it perfect A friend of mine that I spoke to over the weekend, he lives in a rented house and they have a patio out the back. There's no garden at all, it's just patio. The landlord will not let them lift any patio slabs, etc., etc. I've suggested to him he buys one of these and then he can garden in that. And when he moves house, easy to transport like I said with my wooden truck thing. So that's two examples I've got of where it'll be perfect for. I also see them being great in retirement homes or for for elderly people who still want a garden. I also think uh, businesses such as cafes and restaurants, because the stand that I've got doesn't have any wheels, but there is an option for a stand with wheels. And outside cafes and restaurants, quite often you, you have gardens. They're generally wheeled in overnight, and I think they're perfect for that sort of thing as well. Low maintenance, good idea. What about the average gardener? I also think they were good for the average gardener, which is why I've bought one. I highly recommend it from what I've seen so far. But will it pay for itself? That is something that we're going to find out throughout this year, and probably over the next few years, because I plan to use this a lot. And of course, you'll be joining me on the journey with this podcast. Well, I'm going to start wrapping up for this week, so thank you very much for listening. But before I go, if you've got any thoughts or suggestions on what you think about the VeggiePod unit, let me know. Perhaps you have one, and uh, you've had one for a while, and you've you've been using it. Let me know. Or perhaps you're thinking of buying one again. Let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts and feelings on it. I think they're a really good unit, and I genuinely mean that. As I said in the diary section i'm away this weekend but that will still mean there will still be a podcast next week in fact i've got a pretty special one i'm hoping if it all works will be pretty good how am i going to cope with this week well i've got a plan but we'll have to find out next week to hear what it is so until then please take care and i will see you again next time